Let's see. It is recorded. Okay. Ski Mask Collective. This is officially episode 20. Uh, I, I had complete different plans for this episode, but uh, I was out of town for one day, people, one day. And uh, I could, when I finally reached phone signal uh, Sunday evening, I had 95 Twitter messages, screenshots. Uh, you know, this list was released about racist comics. Uh, really, it's just a list of people who garnished attention from being actually funny. And uh, now that these people know they'll never work clubs or anything like that, they got to make hit pieces because they think it's the right time to do so. Which, uh, you know, you have comics out there that go on shows and stuff, ex-porn stars, and uh, now they're threatening with what? FBI? This is crazy. Didn't they uh, threaten you, Kevin? Like, didn't they say they were going to get the FBI in, involved in some of these tweets? The FBI, I'm actually just had dinner with the FBI. And Did they're you? Not happy. Yeah, they're not happy. Yeah, I didn't know. No, what happened was I didn't even know anything was happening until uh, I, don't, I don't even remember. I think uh, yesterday I did my podcast with, uh, with Stevie Lewis, and then he was, I guess it happened, it started on Saturday. So then I was like, I mean, I didn't really. You know, I can, I, if I don't know the people, then I don't really get involved because it's just too much, you know. And then, uh, and then somebody made a second list, and then people were blaming me for the second list. Right. It was uh, Joe, think, Joe Exotic made that, that contemporary list, you know, basically opposite of what the first list was. And uh, I think people started saying that you're behind the Joe Exotic account. It's just yeah. People said I was Snoop. I was uh. I was uh. I people said I was talking to myself because they're like, look, he's talking to himself, and I was like, I only, I barely know how to work my AOL account. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not good at this. And then also, uh, you know, I don't. I listen. I wish I had time. It's not even that I don't have time. I just don't have the desire to get involved with these things. So when I was involved, I still just didn't do anything. I just and people were. People were trying to, all day long on Saturday, people were trying to contact me through Messenger. And I was like, the only one who does that is Jimmy Martinez. So I knew something <laughs> was up. And um, so I just ignored them. And now I'm getting all, I was getting all these uh, Facebook friend requests yesterday. And that's why I tweeted. I go, I can't, I put a post out. I go, I can't accept Facebook posts because I don't want people contacting me and going like, what are you doing? Because I wasn't doing any, I didn't do a single thing. And then Joe Exotic, I finally asked Joe Exotic what's going on. And he basically said, you know, uh, he, he put the website up and then he took it down because people were blaming me. But he was connected to MLC. So that was the connection. And yeah. then people assumed I was involved. Like I was getting texts from people. And I was like, man, I just don't care. Like I, I don't, I don't like racist, a racist comic. Like, you know, like I said, Gina Visconti's racist. And uh, other than that. You did say that. Yeah, I did a, I did a, but when I was going to the CBS on Friday night or Saturday night, I said, I said, yeah, Gina, and I looked great, by the way, in, in the dark, in the light, like it was dark out, but I was near the train station. So I looked amazing. So it was all worth it. But I was just saying like, I'm like, okay, I'm, Barry Ribs is racist and, right. and he lives in Elizabeth. You can't be racist and live in Elizabeth, New Jersey, because it's too, it's very dark there. But and, we can agree Gino's racist, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even kidding. I know people think I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, so Joe, I, all this shit started, you know, late Friday, I think, when the list was released. And then uh, I went out of town Saturday morning 
And when I lost the phone signal, I had to, you know, uh, we went to this dirt bike thing and I had to ride through the trails to catch a signal. And when I did, Joe Exotic was pissed off. Uh, it, he was mad about Barry being on the list. So he started immediately reporting and, and screenshotting and figuring out, you know, who's behind this thing. And I think that's why he made the other list just to start some shit, you know, cause it's going to make other people jump on board like this, uh, Jacksdale also. Now I'll tell you, I've heard, I've heard this chick on a real ass podcast. I think she did your show too. Uh, it, there's a lot to be said about if somebody does multiple shows and it's not a hit and nobody remembers your name, you know what I mean? Like you can go on a show and be funny and, and people will probably remember you, but uh, she, she claims to make hundreds of thousands of dollars being a stripper before she got into comedy, but she lives with her parents. So it's just, this whole thing is, is crazy how she just wants to dox all the, all the actual comics that are going to be working. And, and she's not, I guess. Did I make the second list? I don't know. I don't, is there going to be a release of a second list? Because that first one was a little blocky, you know? Like, it was like, oh, that guy's on there? Uh, you know, like, like you say, Gino Bisconti would have been the number one name, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I mean, uh, and people, and, and like I said, uh, Luis Gomez was mad he wasn't on the list. So, you know, it's a lot of uh, people, lists are tough because even if they're bad, people want to be on them. And then even if, you know, and then so people are left off, people are put on. You, you can't really win with lists. I did a list of, uh, I did a voting poll of who's, who's uh, the top MLC fan. Neil and even that was a mistake because then people were like, oh, I'm not on the list. And then I was like, lists are stupid. So with this, I was like, this is, uh, you know, this is just some dude who, you know, who, who's like, oh, I'm going to start trouble or, you know, it's a good time to start trouble, I guess, if you're black, but it's, uh, it's, I don't even know. I don't know if it'll help. I don't know if people are going to be mad at me. I don't even care. Like, I, I'm serious. Like, I wish, I wish I cared because I, I thought like, oh, maybe if somebody, I always think it's like bad. And then I'm like, no, it's probably good. I'm getting a lot of friend requests from people who aren't, who don't even, now it seems like people aren't even like being a, a, trying to troll me. Like, Real people are getting friend requests. So I guess any attention is good attention. But with this, I was like, I mean, are people going to confront me in comedy clubs? And, I, and then I'll just punch them because I'm like, I don't even, I, I don't even, I have nothing to do with this. I mean, it's amazing to me that people think I don't have better things to do than like get a, make a website. How, how would I make a website? Chad, you don't make a website. You couldn't even get this audio to work on your, <laughs> on your Zoom. So you, you can make a website, Chad. I never said I could make a website. I know. I'm just saying my point is it's hard to make a website. So how would I make a website? And you can't even make a website. You're younger than me and you got a lot of free time. Yeah, I mean, you can't just, I, I'd have to get Bruce and I'd tell Bruce and Bruce would be like, what are you wasting your time with this? I'd be like, yeah, you're right. So to think that I made a website and then I took it down. First of all, even if I made a website, would, I wouldn't know how to take it down. Uh, and then is she. It'd be stuck in place forever. So she responded, I think she, cause she, she has since blocked everybody that, that, that follows you or you, you follow, I think. Cause somehow I was blocked and I hadn't even had, a, I haven't even had a chance to, uh, yeah, it's, it's at Jax Dell also. So J A X D E L L O S S O. And, uh, now she started sending out links to everybody's DMS before she blocked. 
uh, that was some spyware so she could locate the IP addresses where people were. Oh, she, she did? Yeah, that was the thing that the, the Schmeckle guy put out. He said, to any of my boys out there, if you get a DM from Jax Del Oso with a blind link, uh, Brian, uh, don't click on it. Blind. It's spyware. Yeah. She's sending spyware links and uh, the DMs to hack phones. Bitch is tripping. And, uh, Dirty so, so Jax came back and said, haha, I was just tracking your IP address so I could file a police report. Um, so now she, she's one of these woke comics who were probably part of the movement, but she's still going to be filing police reports over something said on Twitter. So it's, it's really backwards. And she's just having a meltdown now. Uh, and one of the Facebook comments, she says she was hurt when people pointed out the fact that she was a stripper before a comic. And then a day later, she was talking about the fact that that's why, uh, let's see which exactly what she said, but she, she was, yeah, I'm just tired and being a comedian no longer appeals to me. I've been nothing but attacked by men in and outside the industry for not wanting to date them, for being raped, for existing. I'm done. And, and then she comes back and says, yeah, you know, I make all my money from, from men and, and I love it. It's like you're having a meltdown because you can't choose which side you want to be on. Yeah, you know how women be? I can't really talk because my son's here, but you know how women be? Yeah, yeah. It's So this Joe Exotic, I mean, he is mad uh, on her first appearance. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, she had a highlight here. Hey, Kevin, what's going on with your brother, Neil? I usually don't get involved because I used to be friends with him. But why is he the voice of black people right now? He's the voice of a generation. Well, didn't that happen before? Didn't that happen uh, when, when this, you know, the last protest before this one? Wasn't he the, the voice of, of black people on Twitter? I don't know, but then I heard Michael Che called him out for uh, trying to be the voice of black people. Good. He should. Good. Yeah, I hope he calls him out more. Michael Che should okay. beat his ass. Oh, that would be. But a, then yesterday, I mean, yesterday, I don't know if he tweeted yesterday or the, before that, but he said that. You know, when black, when cops are kneeling in the protest with, with protesters, that's like a, you know, a, a white beater, like being nice on someone's birthday, being nice on a birthday. It's like, it really is nothing, it is nothing, it's, Neil's, Neil's the like king of bad analogies. It's, it's just really amazing. Like, even when you watch his, you watch his stand up, he'll always make these analogies and it's like, he'll be like, that's a good, that's a sweet analogy. And I'm like, it's just, it's just, it's not. And so he was like, he's like, I got a sweet, sweet analogy. And then he put it up and I was like, it's so dumb because it's, there's nothing like it. If a, if a guy, if a guy who's a cop, it would be like, if a guy, it would be like, if a guy who was a, a white, it was it would be like if a guy beat his wife and then another cop um, was, was against that. Then Neil would be against that guy too. Neil would be against the guy like, I'm sure, I'm sure Neil knows some white beaters. He's friends with a lot of black dudes. So he would get, he would get, uh, so if, if, if one of these guys was uh, a, a, a guy who knew a white beater and then he was against that and supported with the women's um, side of the, of the story, Neil would be against that. It's just, it's, it's like the weakest analogy ever. And I'm like, that's when I get embarrassed. I think everybody gets embarrassed. Yeah, like, it's it's like all his black comics are like, comic friends are probably like, Neil. It's first of all, it's not your business, and 
like I said on my show the other day, the award-winning MLC podcast, is that you can't, like, white people can't know what it's like to be black, and just like men can't know what it's like to be women. You can, like, sympathize with them and empathize with them, but you can't understand really what it's like. So stop pretending. It'd be like, if, you know, if something happens to a woman and I get all like, yeah, I'm with you ladies. They try to explain Try to do some mansplaining about how women feel and what it's like. It's just stupid. They actually have to have a come up, come up with like a mansplaining term just for Neil. So when he tries to explain blackness to everybody, like if I was I a guess, black guy, if I was a I guess black guy, be like maybe they call it kneeling because uh, it's a double entendre because it's Neil and then it's kneeling. So it's like you know when you're kneeling with the police or kneeling with the protesters. And then also kneeling when you're trying to explain blackness. So if I was a black guy, I would be pissed that he's talking on my behalf. Like, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. I, mean, I would too. Like, I would I would send him a text. I'd be like, you got to stop. Like, would you be more mad because he doesn't act like that, uh, you know, when there's not anything going on? But as, but as you know, Michael Rappaport does. So whenever this shit starts, he just turns on his blackness, uh, you know, times 10,000. And so do black, do black people get mad at Michael Rappaport too? It's like, you know, where's, where's the line drawn? It's like, I don't know. Well, it's like, like, it's like when, when politicians all of a sudden, when something happens and they stall, all start grandstanding because they're yeah. just doing it to try to show how wonderful they are. And, and like real people see right through it, but, it's like, you know, even today with the George Floyd, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you know, this is gonna, this is gonna change everything. It's like, that's what they, that's what they said when they, when they had the school shooting in Connecticut. Exactly. So it's like, so it's like, is it? I mean, I know it's good for the news and pretend like it's gonna change everything. Like, okay, let's see, let's see what it changes. I just hope it, I just hope it hurts Neil in some fashion. <laughs> Who know if it will out in California? I don't even think they're responding as much to the protests as normal. You know, it's it's probably so weird over there. I mean, look, I, I know people down here who who could care less, and I know people down here who who don't like black people. I know people down here. You know, it's just like the whole issue. It's been the same when the protests first started, way before Trump was in office. It's the same protests that are going on now. It's like, is it ever gonna? Like, why are you marching around? Is it going to make them sign any bills? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just like... A, now it's just insane. amplified because we've been trapped in our homes for two months. So they were yeah. ready to do anything. Right. Well, anything. so many people out of work, too. It's like, yeah, we can go protest every night this week instead of just one, you know? And you got 19-year-olds. Yeah, and, and who doesn't need free stuff? I mean, come on, let's yeah. be serious. Like, I was saying somebody else the other day. Like, if I'm 19 and I'm like, I ain't got shit going on. I don't have a job. I've never had a real life experience. And my friends knock on the door and say, hey, we're, you know, we're going to go throw a couple Molotov cocktails and we're going to get away with it. Of course, you're going to get a mask on. Yeah, they know they know they're going to get away with it. Uh, there's like, yeah, if you're wearing a hood and a mask, who can really pick you out of a lineup? I mean, right. it's impossible. It's 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 crazy. I, uh, you know, at my day job, we, we opened this new ice cream parlor in, in part of it, you know, downtown. And uh, last Thursday, uh, the windows were smashed out, like ten thousand dollar windows, and so the next day. What you, you were looking for, Bobby Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking for Bob Biggerstaff. But uh, now the uh, so that happened at like one twelve in the morning. At six forty five a.m., the news has already come out with a statement saying uh, two white males not affiliated with the protest uh, knocked out the windows of the, the ice cream parlor last night. 
I didn't even compile all my security footage until late in the afternoon. And uh, I, what I saw on my cameras, which I have the only camera that faces it, were uh, two Hispanic males and two, and I found them two days prior in the lobby of my building uh, with, with fuck Trump signs. So they were clearly part of the protest. Now we brought this to the attention of some of the officials in town and uh, we were told to kind of keep quiet about it till the protest died down because the, the protest coming downtown every day, 60, 70% of those people are spending money at the bar, the ice cream parlor, all the, all the food shops. So it's a big money bang. You know, the next day they moved it to the mall following day, right back downtown. It's just like, keep, keep protesting. You're spending cash. It's nice. But I have the identities and I will release. I mean, even though I can't say them now, I can't, they're not 18. I mean, I really wanted to dox them. I was going to do a whole show. Is one of them Michael Bladder? Uh, no, but speaking of Michael Bladder, he came back to us on Twitter. I got to get to the bottom of that. I have his cell phone number somebody had sent me, and uh, I really got to call him this week, but so much shit's been going on. <clears throat> so I, I thought I would let, let it kind of die down and then hit him real hard, you know, out of the blue and, and make him respond. Since he's responded once on Twitter now, I, I really think if I was to attack, not on social media, but, uh, you know, personally email. I got like four email accounts. I'll send him one off each one of them. And he'll, he'll have no choice but to respond. I also got some other- I think the whole country should be more mad at Brian McCarthy than this well, police officer. Yeah, see, I went down, uh, I, when they were protesting here in my town, I went down there with the, with the ski mask. And uh, I was asking people if they liked Dos Equis. And uh, when they said yes, I, I made sure it was known that the guy who claims to write the commercials is a known racist. And I carried a picture of Brian looking like Hitler and the picture when he fought Gino and he's got the swastika on his arm. And uh, a few people said they wouldn't be drinking the brand anymore. So I'm going to tweet that video at Dos Equis. This weekend, I'm doing a uh, live comedy on Galveston Beach. It's going to be hopefully 10 comics. I need like six more that nobody's signing up. I don't know why. And uh, so it's going to uh, – Galveston's packed right now. So I will be announcing on my amplifier, turning the mic up, talking about Dos Equis. So it's, uh, if, they, if they don't release who wrote the commercial, it's going to be bad for the brand. You know, what do you want me to say? Well, you're going to be doing stand-up and just talking about Dos Equis? No, I'm going to do my act, but like on the, there's going to be a live podcast following. But like in between, you know, when I'm bringing people up and shit, uh, yeah, I'll probably just ask people on the beach about Dos Equis, especially if I see him drinking it, you know. And then, I, and then I'm going to have two blown up pictures of the Brian McCarthy. I'm like, this guy claims to have wrote the commercial. Maybe I should find some old tweets, too. I think Joe Exotic has tweets of him. Talking about writing people the are gonna be like we can't drink corona now we can't drink dos equis like well yeah going? they're gonna be like it's fine just just drink the corona but the dos equis like there's a you know big racist movement in the country right now this thing could catch on and uh you may get a blind eye if uh you're caught drinking it you know i was thinking i was saying before the show that that when i was watching the epstein thing on netflix last night that he kind of reminds me of brian you know yeah. he just will say anything to anybody and nobody really like investigates it and then as soon as you investigate him you're like he's gone this guy, he's a creepy liar yeah he, but brian's not as mysterious as epstein was so uh he, he you know if, if you're that mysterious you really don't have to respond but at this point brian has responded so much to the shit it, it's fun because you know it's coming again you know he's got some fucking burner accounts every now and then i'll have a burner account randomly like one of my tweets and then i'll try to find it and, and it won't be there anymore I don't know. Brian's not too good at this stuff. I've seen him in action. He's really, really? kind of blind. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, that's he'll true. Go, he'll say, uh, after we used to do a show, he would go, Twitter, one of my notifications, and then they would all just read them out loud. And, and tweets sound really loud when they're read out, read out loud to you. They're like, I in the sky said, nice <laughs> show. You know, so yeah. 
though. They just sound, they sound real. Joe Exotic thinks you're stupid. So it just, it was made no sense, but Brian didn't know what to do with him because he can't really respond. Normally he has to like read it back and that feels stupid. So he wasn't, he's, he's not very good at any of this stuff. But he's got to have somebody helping him out. Like you say, him and Bruce are getting really close now, right? He doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, nobody, no. nobody would even waste their time with it. You know, Bruce yeah. is busy with a new lady. And, uh, and so, and he's, he's just, you know, he's doing what he do. Bruce, you know, it's like, that's a new playboy name. It's just you brucing it up. So, brucing it so up. Bruce is, Bruce is killing it in many boroughs, and uh, so he don't have time for that. I think he talks to Brian a lot, but he's not going to help him do a burner account on Twitter. I would bet a lot of money that that's not true, but that he's not helping Brian. And Adam would never do it because Adam's too busy and he wouldn't get caught up in it. So yeah. unless his wife is doing it, but I don't think she can do it. Maybe one of his children is doing it, but I think that's a long shot too. But that's possible now that they're all home. Yeah. Cause I remember on the YouTube, somebody commented on the video that I put out with Chad and uh, half the words were misspelled. And so I screenshotted it to save it for later. Cause I was at work. And by the time I went back to it to see if there was any more comments, the account was gone. I think I still have the screenshots from that, but the words were misspelled just like somebody would if they were reading the tweets into their phone. So I was like, man, well, that's a little odd. But. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, but, but uh, yeah, maybe that's possible. Yeah. Why was he saying good things about what was he saying? I mean, bad things about Chad? Uh, no, I think actually, let me see. I think I may still have the screenshot. They weren't bad things. Right. Uh, he was Brian actually bashing me. Brian like Chad. Yeah, I know, but he, he won't respond to Chad either every time he because he when he was first blowing my phone up, I'd be like, dude, call Chad. You know, it, it, he said it. I mean, I'm just putting the shows out, I don't even know how to edit. And he was I like, would love to see Chad. I would like to see Chad and Brian get into the in the octagon, you know? Yeah, with, yeah, that'd be a with good no, one. With no gloves on. Zero gloves, just just bare-bone boxing. He uh, did say in the text that, let him know next time I'm in New York, he'll come to one of my shows like in a threatening manner. Oh. Are you threatening me? Who's he going to bring with him? I mean, that's going to – is he just going to show up to the club? He does that often, doesn't he? He just goes out to the cellar and hangs out. Yeah, did you report it to the police? I'll read exactly what he said to you when he texted me. I think I screen captured it and sent it to you, but let me pull it up right now just so we can have it as a reference point. Yeah, this is just insane. But um, let's see here. Brian, tech, he goes, uh, Jack. Chad, you're frozen? Is he trying to find it? I don't think he's frozen. Is he frozen? I think so. He can't. He's not <laughs> reacting. Don't tell me Brian McCarthy's hacking now. Would he freeze when he's trying to find the text messages? Fuck. It's so yeah. funny. He's just frozen, like looking at it. I know. I know. He's that's, a, that's a new. That's a new headshot. For yeah, Chad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me. I should. Let me take a picture of it real quick. <laughs> Chad. Chad can't get. Where is he? Can't get his. <laughs> Wi-Fi. See, that's what I'm wondering because it kind of looks like it would be that kind of vinyl that a gym would have. I wonder if he just posted the poster of his podcast up behind him and he's actually – Wherever he goes. Yeah, he's at the gym, but they let him put up flyers for his for his show. Yeah, he's like Better Call Saul. Wherever he goes, that's his office. Yeah, yeah, he puts up his information. It's crazy. Step into my office. It's a steam room. He's like Bonzi. <laughs> yeah, happy to. 
tore your time. He slides on a black t-shirt before he does the show, but in reality, he's still got a white towel on. Yeah. Stands up to try to fix his audio. His dong just pops out. He's on break from Panera Bread. <laughs> I wonder where he's picking up the Wi-Fi signal. I was surprised Barry Ribs didn't respond as much to that racist comedian list. Because they were I think, really hitting I think them Barry, hard. I think Barry's to the point where he's like, I can't. I, I just don't know what's going on anymore. So yeah, he just gets... Uh, he just gets, uh, you know, he figures he can't win. I mean, that's why I didn't get involved. I'm like, I, I can't fight with people. Like Chad used to say to me when we first started, he would go, hey, you know, when I first started dealing with Chad, he goes, hey, can you start a trouble with so-and-so? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, I go, no, I can't really. It was always like a female comic, and I would just look like a bully. Yeah. And I'd be like, I can't, I can't get into the fight unless there's like a legitimate fight. So right. and what, I just, I don't have it in me. And, and then I look like an idiot. Like I'm fighting people. I don't even know what the, what the real fight is, you know? Like we're fighting, like I'm a racist and I have to say like, my wife's black and right. You know, I mean, yeah, but like, like that. you would have to come to your senses because she can say whatever she wants because she doesn't have credits, you know? So she can say she can be anybody, all anybody on that list. You can go look up their shows know what they're about, listen to their jokes because they have credits. That's something she'll never have. You know, she'll never talking about the, the, the lady that put out the list. She's what an open mic. Right. Dude. It's a dude. I think the Naruda, the the original list, the Roxy Naruda Williams. That's a dude from Harlem. It's a dude, huh? Yeah. Naruda. Everybody thought it was a lady. And then I looked into it. It's like, no, it's a dude. He's a dude on, Uh, he's a dude from Harlem. He runs the Harlem comedy festival. Well, who is the so, who is Roxy Hayes? She's just somebody that's either friends with him, and she was then she was she tweeted something about me, and then I was like, I'm like, and then I looked her up, and she's like an open micer from Houston or something, and I was like, yeah. I can't. I said I just can't. I can't. I was gonna even ask. I didn't. I didn't even ask Bob Biggerstaff. You know, she's because I really don't care. You know, I don't. It's like I'm not gonna get dragged into there stupid fight and they can then they can take shots i mean that's why people are trying to contact me through messenger on facebook i know what they're doing so i'm like okay well uh this it doesn't i'm not i'm not gonna play because i know they just wanted like me to pick up the phone and then they'll start berating me and i'll be like listen i can't i don't know who you are i deal with bigger people than you sorry yeah yeah see that's the thing with me i'm afraid that this list may have scared open micers and, and small time comics from doing my, my Galveston show. Cause I had Bob uh, send out my flyer to a few different places and uh, I haven't gotten a lot of hits. And I think that's the reason why if they go to, if they go and look on my show and they probably seen this list by now, uh, everybody that's done my show is on the list pretty much, you know? So, yeah, but I, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's possible. But if it's true, it's pretty sad. I mean, you didn't do anything. And, and, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, but, you like, know, to say someone's a racist, how, what do you got to, what, what do you got to do to be, to be a racist? I don't even know. Like it used to be, you would have to get caught in a hood and robe or you got to get caught picking it up from the dry cleaners, setting crosses on fire and shit now. But you, you just go and you get caught on video eating some fried chicken or something like that, and you get called a racist, you know? It's like, or you don't agree with them, and you'll get called a racist, you know? It's, it's, it's a, yeah, like if your politics, like if you tweet something that's, you know, um, addresses like some kind of the, the demographic that, you know, has something to do with black people, even if you're making a joke, they're like, it's racist. Listen, if these people ran comedy, then there's no comedy because... You know, at some point, everyone's going to get, you know, people are offended by everything. 
Well, honestly, man, I think that's what's happened to the, the, the scene in Houston. There's the only club down there that is, you know, has guys like who, who work and who are actually funny. It's like the secret group. There's so many other clubs that aren't even on the highlight because people go to these shows and it's just, ugh, it, it's literally just a, just a room of wokeness. People talking into a mic, basically yelling at you, telling you what you shouldn't be doing and shit. It's right. Fucking, you know, right. it's like, it's like, can I do some time? And they're, and they're like, oh, what's your act about? It's like, don't worry about it. You know, I'd be, you know, I'm funny or not. Right. <laughs> so no, I think a lot of, whenever I see standups now, especially if they're younger, that's all, they go up and they, you know, the whole thing is like, uh, you know, I'm a lot of condescending jokes because they're, that's uh, self-deprecating just because they're easier to kind of get away with it because people can't say, oh, you're, you're racist or you're homophobic or you're misogynist. So right. it's, but it's the same act. Like I'm a loser. My parents are Yeah, losers. I'm depressed. I grew up I'm with money. Yeah, yeah I, I got the, I know I'm wearing dumb clothes and right. my haircut I, stinks and it's I, like- I owe money for like college. Yeah, it's like it's it's not it's not funny or entertaining. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's you know it's supposed to be all advanced comedy, but it's it sucks. Like I yeah, watch it, it, it does. just curiosity. I'm like, well, they're saying nothing because they're afraid to say anything because they'll get blackballed or get all their friends will say they're like bad people. And then you get but enough you people watch saying it, that shit, you get banned from the YouTube. You know? Yeah, but then you watch it, and then you're like, wow, this is just so sad because it's like. If you're such a loser, why why would why would we waste our time listening to you? You right. know, it's all like, you know, and then you know Gary Goldman and people like that. They're like, I'm depressed. It's like, okay, yeah. Well, you know, maybe have a cup of coffee or go for a run or something. But for this whole thing of like, I'm a loser, and um, please, you know, and you know, but follow me. I'm a right. right. I'm yeah, a yeah. Be sure to follow me. Yeah, I'm a lovable loser, but yeah, I have no self-esteem, and I'm fat, and I'm ugly, and nobody will fuck me. And yeah, and it seems like, like oh my a lot God, of a, so you know, a lot of uh, you know, like you said, the younger generation, and I'm a younger guy, but I don't feel like these other guys I see. They 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 crave attention so much because they never got it from their parents, so they they grew up on the phone, and so now they're like, oh, I'm just gonna go up here and talk about how shitty I feel. You're not actually depressed. I know real depressed people, and they don't have any social media accounts. I mean, these motherfuckers right, they don't are even, messed up. Right, they're thinking about how they're going to kill themselves. Exactly. Like, really, you know, they're trying to decide if they want a meatloaf or a bullet for dinner, you know, and that's a real right, thing. Right. You know? So they, they're not caught up in like, uh, oh, you know, I think I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I have low self-esteem. Anybody that says they have low self-esteem, it's like, I mean, I might have low self-esteem, but like, I never even think of, it's like, people think about low self-esteem are like narcissistic. And yeah. They think free, it's a, and creepy. And, and they usually, the opposite of low self-esteem, they're like, they're, they're, all they want is is they want attention, and they want uh, whatever. But they but you know people with low self esteem. I don't think they talk about it because it's too no. Because they really they don't have the. They, if you have low self esteem, why are you on stage? Yeah, but, you, yeah. Number you on one, stage? if you yeah, if you have low self esteem, it's not attractive. So therefore, you know, if you if you if you've always had it, there's no way you have real fucking stories. You know, a lot of guys you wouldn't get up on stage if you're that if your right. self esteem was that low, you would just never get up on stage. You would just you sit in Starbucks and pretend. But this exactly. whole thing of like, you know, looking for sympathy and you're a loser and people will like you if you're if you're not aggressive. It's disgusting. I mean, I want to get a gun now. I'm really getting amped up. Well, hey, I'll hook you up, man. I'm down here. But uh, that's why I wanted to talk to Chad. I, I think I'm going to move to Tampa. It's going to be a slow process, but I got to get the fuck out of, out of this town. And 
uh, just around, just Texas in general. There's 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 nothing left for comedy here. Yeah, but like that, that's all it is, is it's overrun. But I hope everywhere is not like that. Otherwise, I might have to choose a different thing to do. You know, it's fucked up. Yeah, but Tampa is that much different than Texas or it's the same? I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I, I really I'm starting to believe um, just from being an outsider perspective that Florida and, and places down there, it's going to be the next hot spot. Like, I mean, really, how much longer can New York City put up with this shit? The city's on fire. Uh, yeah. You know, cause the coronavirus, people want out. So why not go down, yeah. you know, to up Florida? Because there's so many big cities there that there's 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 plenty to do, you know? Yeah, that's, you're, you might be right because, you know, New Yorkers always head to Florida, you know? I mean, right. if, you, if you check, you know, if you, I remember I was doing a gig at West Palm Beach and, like, there's so many flights from New York to, to all the different yeah. cities in Florida every day. It's just uh-huh. everyone's coming and going. And yeah, people want out of New York. So, you know, we were going to move to Florida and then we kind of talked ourselves out of it because the kids thought it was too hot and everything. And it is yeah. hot, but yeah, yeah. But if you get older and you just stick in New York and you're like, uh, let's just get out of here. And like you said, there's a million different cities that, uh-huh. yeah, there's at least 15 different cities in, in Florida that you could pick to live. Yeah. In. Not only that, they, they also have clubs. So it's not like yeah. you, you got to fly all the time. If you don't want to be a traveling comic, I mean, you can, you know, I plan on still holding a day job and just doing shit on the side. I mean, uh, yeah, that's Chad, what Chad, Chad wants. To, Chad just wants to be uh, Florida's comedian. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Florida's greatest. I mean, it, it's, it's great that, uh, that we're on good terms now. Hey, there he is. What happened, man? I don't know. I'm sorry. I apologize. We were laughing. Are you at the gym and they let you put up a poster in the background? No, I'm at my place. No, oh, okay. We were like, cause it kind of looks like that gray vinyl that they would have at a uh, in the waiting area of a gym. Maybe I was like, maybe they're letting him put up his posters now. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was like we thought it was like everywhere you go, you just put up your poster behind you, so it's like your office. <laughs> it just pops up anyway. People are like, what? What's going on? When you go to Starbucks, you're like, hey, step into my office. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's my traveling studio wherever I go. Yeah. Chad, I mean, you're, 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 uh, uh, Ski Mask was just saying uh, he thinks Florida's going to be the new hot market for comedy because everybody from uh, New York is going to move to Florida because, you know, that's where they go anyway, and everybody hates New York now. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been getting texts from a lot of comics about – because Bobby Kelly was just on here last week, and uh, everybody wants to know what the hell's going on. Yeah, what's going on? What do you tell them? It's 50% open. I was at Snappers over the weekend, and it was great. Yeah. By the end of the night, nobody gives a shit about social distancing Thank or any God. of that. God. Yeah, that's the way it is here, too. It just seems like New York is going to get so – every time something happens, it gets out of control. So you're just going to have whiny kids that in my generation who think it's cool to live in a place like that, but yet they also hate real jokes. You know, you just got to go on stage and talk about what a loser you are. What the fuck is that? You know, so – I think everybody's going to – it's going to transition down to, to to a place like Florida where there's so many cities that you can travel back and forth to if, you, if, if that was your thing, you know? Oh, Chad, you know what? I just realized because Chad's going to open up at a comedy club. It's just a matter of time. And you know what you call it, Chad? What? Florida's best. Florida's <laughs> best. Florida's Cause best. Because that could that mean anything. It's like, what does that mean? It's Florida's best comedians. And it's yeah. like Florida's best everything. Florida's best chicken parm. Yeah. Everything. It's like the way Trump does it. Like everything's great. Everything's beautiful. It's, it's Florida's best. It's this, it's this, uh, oh, would you like a gin and tonic? 
It's Florida's <laughs> best. I was talking yeah. to Godfrey about that. Like the way Trump speaks, you almost when you when you say those positive things, you put it out there. You're almost trying to put it into existence. So if I keep saying I'm the greatest and the best Florida comedian, it's gonna happen. Well, that first yeah. episode, I heard it. I was like, that. I messaged you. I was like, you gotta stick to that, man. There's something behind it. It's 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 funny because if you catch enough attention with it, and somebody asks, like, hey, I'm visiting your town. Uh, I'm flying in from Oregon this weekend. Let's go see some comedy. Uh, who's Florida's greatest comedian? People are just going to be automatically saying Chad Zumach, you know? First of all, you can't, you can't, they can't prove that he's not. Right. Yeah. I mean, because I, I bet if they look, look him up on Twitter, he's got a gig the next weekend. So they're like, okay, you know, he's working. He's got to be the greatest. Let's go there. Let's see him. I forget the guy's name, but he was from, the, there was a guy from the South. You think that you used to always tell me stories about him, but he would say he's the funniest comedian in the world or something like that. And then, and then after a while, people just re- that people just remember him as yeah, that's the funniest James uh, James Gregory, I think was his name. But he was a he was an old uh, he was like a southern comic. I think he was a, as they say down south, a homosexual. <laughs> and, uh, but he would uh, he that's what he would say. He was like the the, the something something greatest comedian, and. Um, and you know, then after a while, people are like, "Yeah, he he he's just the he's the greatest comedian, southern the yeah. the the southern the southern state's greatest comedian, something like that." And uh, after a while, you just go like, "You don't even fight it anymore," you know. You just agree. you're like, "Yeah, he is. He's very good." Yeah, it becomes part of it. And if you have a manager, like it's, it's included on all your posters. Anytime you do anything, do you just be sure to plug that Florida's greatest comedian? It'll it'll catch on. Big, you know. And like, let's say you're about to radio, and the, and the DJs are like, "When we come back, Florida's best comedian." Exactly. And then they're like, "We gotta, we gotta, you gotta listen. You're just gonna be like, who is this guy?" <laughs> and then even the fact that you call yourself is like when Don King used to self promote himself. After a while, you just get amused by how the guy self promotes himself, just like Trump with the. Trump stakes and Trump University. It's like, it didn't all, it didn't all work, but then he became president. So some of it worked. Yeah, didn't he have a Trump vodka, but he doesn't even drink? Wasn't that a yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. Was, I thought that was pretty funny. It's like, did you try your own product? Or? I already have six was, minutes, brand new minutes of Florida jokes. Just Florida awesome. jokes. Hey, I'm just going to write a whole set, a whole hour of Florida jokes. How long do, yeah. you, uh, do you plan on staying in Tampa for the foreseeable future? I mean, I'm I'm just kind of I'm liking it right now. I yeah. don't know, you know. Because I've been you, I've been planning uh I've been planning a move for quite a while now, and I had three different cities and options. So uh, I used to work offshore, and one of my boat captains lives right outside Tampa. So I'm gonna it's gonna be a slow process, but I'm gonna start the process in January, and hope to have everything wrapped up in October and permanently be living in Tampa. So there's the official announcement: Ski Mass host is moving to Tampa, Florida, October 2021. Jesus. I very well might move to Park Slope. <clears throat> you should. I bet there's a house going to go on the market soon when they realize uh, they paid a guy a lot of money who didn't write something. <clears throat> there's, also oh, some there's also some information out there that he's renting, too. He doesn't own the house. Yeah, that's true. That is floating around out there. and I, I, That's believable. Who started that? I like that. Uh, who was Somebody was looking into it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't give out their name until the full report is disclosed. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he rents, but he, I, whenever there was a, whenever they, um, at some point there was a video of people looting in Park Slope and I was like, please just show his house. Please show it on fire. You know what I mean? Just something yeah. or like him getting dragged through the streets by the, by the looters or the cops or anything. Cause it's just, it's just funny. You know, it's just funny. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I love it.
Kevin, are you ever going to do an episode with Lenny or Brian or anyone? I mean, I people are kind of clamoring for it. I mean, Tom Cassidy is like, you got to do a show with Brian. I go, I don't even know. I mean, maybe, maybe when the when 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 uh, maybe that stage four of the pandemic uh, comeback for New York City when when they can open Broadway and comedy clubs. Maybe I'll do a show then with with Lenny. Lenny won't do it with me. I think Brian would because Brian's such a narcissistic. Uh, Epstein kind of a dude, but but uh, Lenny won't because Lenny has uh, integrity. <laughs> I want. I think Brian would would make it a ploy. Like he would say no at first, and then you know you'd keep itching him, and he would just make a, a huge deal about it because he knows it would slowly garnish more attention for him. And then next thing you know, he's back on Twitter. We offered Lenny money to do it, and he wouldn't do it. Really? <laughs> Paying an ex-co-host to come on. I mean, even at that point, would he even be good on the show, do you think? No, he would be like, um, I'd rather not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a boring listen, and I'd take the headphones um, off. Kevin, um, we had a good thing going, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. Now you've talked so much trash, the bridge is overly burned. And then you trashed <laughs> <laughs> people do think people do think like oh you ruined that show you ruined that show it's like it's all it's like that's the show that's yeah. the show that keeps moving on it's like it's it's I, if i was still stuck with lenny imagine how horrible that would be and it's like you got to keep you got to unless you have like the perfect combination and and you, you're making money and the producers are like whatever otherwise it's like i don't i don't understand why you know what I mean? It's like I'm supposed to keep doing the show with Brian, even though I don't want to, and even though he's like a Benedict Arnold, and Lenny was a no talent hack. Well, that's so the thing I'm too. Like, like it, I'm supposed to stick it out. I'm supposed to stick it out with Jimmy Martinez, even though ooh. at any point he could just throw me up against the wall like a rag doll. Yeah, I don't know if you'd be here if you stuck it out with uh, Jimmy Martinez. You know, he flipped his lid once, and uh, they say that when you do it twice, sometimes it's a little worse. And I don't see it going much further than that. But Brian, you, if you would have let him back on the show that day. After, you know, he traded you out that, that time, then he probably would have thought in his good mind it'd be okay to go ahead and uh, jump on board rumors and shit, you know? Then he'd really be a traitor. So you got to cut it all off. You know, maybe you'll do a reunion show with him one day. But <clears throat> as far yeah, as letting I, him go. If I, you know. I, if I was nice to him then, then, then what am I telling him? Like, yeah, I, yeah, like, I didn't need him that bad, you know? And, and it's, like I said, it's more interesting if he's not here. Like, at this point, I've gotten much more mileage out of not being here. Yeah, 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 exactly. You've had plenty of shows just trashing him and his lies. and No, but like even the, even the videos people make, the Hitler videos. Like, those are great. You know, I mean, it's worth it for me to just, because otherwise you just sit there, you kind of spin your wheel, right, Chad? You've done radio. After a while, it becomes like the same bit and the same. After a while, it's like, okay, well, you know, and then, unless you're getting really good guests to break it up, but for the most part, I mean, Opie and Anthony, they got, you get sick of each other. They were making a lot of money and they still got sick of each other. So I don't think it's easy. I think it's gotta be like, like the, the there's one clear, those gotta be one guy who's clearly in charge or else you get like, you can't do the show. I mean, Lenny said I couldn't do the show without him. So did, so did Brian. And then, you know, and then I keep going and they're like, ah, oh, damn it. And then, yeah, and it'd Brian's, be like Brian's talking, Brian's talking to himself in his podcast parlor. <laughs> and uh, and Lenny's doing four corners in uh you know in his little apartment and uh I'll, I'll give out the address at the end of the show. Nice. Anyway, uh, no, but but they like you can't do it without me. And then I do, and then they get mad. So uh you know, but if I was making money, I wouldn't have done it. If I was Opie and Anthony, I would have stuck it out. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just a given a given choice. Did, did you did you find it odd or or kind of funny that uh that that Anthony Cumia was the bottom name on that list and the fact that he was on the list? It's like. 
I'm the title. I'm doing my impression of Brian. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> the title of the list was don't you know don't book these people at your clubs. I don't think you're going to be booking Anthony Cumia to to perform stand up at your club. So I don't even think they did research. They just conformed a list of guests probably that have been on Compound and just t they tweeted it out. You know? Yeah, maybe, but also the fact that uh, maybe they were like using Anthony Comey as like the headliner, like this is, you know, he's the last guy, but he's, he's a big, he's a big name. But so, uh, yeah. Anthony's kind of hack at this point. Like every time they call him racist, it's kind of, a yeah, hack. yeah, yeah, it really is. Cause if you, if you know him at this one, it's like, really, are you going to get anywhere with it? He's chilling in yeah, his house. He's doing a show. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like you can protest him uh, in the streets because you're probably not going to find him again. <laughs> That'd be funny if they showed like the, they showed a riot in New York, and then you saw Anthony Comia just beating up black dudes. <laughs> no, he's just like he's just walking out of a pizza shop, you know, like not even turning a blind eye. <laughs> no, he just joins the cops. He's yeah. like, "Hey, my it seems like you guys are having a good time." I mean, somebody showed me a video today, and it was really good. Uh, uh, PJ Flanders and and guys would be looting stores, and uh, the cops would be would show up, and then the looters were all come running out. And the cops would just like take swings at them like they're like at a baseball bat. Like yeah, a baseball yeah. And they would just even... swat. They would just hit the guys, and the guys would keep running. And some sometimes the guys would hit the cops coming out. They would have like a stick or something to break the windows, and then right. they would. And then the cop got knocked over. So it was uh, you know, I don't know what was being. I mean, I know it was being accomplished. They were stealing stuff, but as far as like, um, could they stop it? Or you know, no one was getting killed. So the, the guys, the looters feel like they have nothing to, um, to lose. lose. They keep doing it, you know, like, yeah. like I was saying earlier. It's so funny, the too. Cops, the cops don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, the cops basically are just like, we can't stop them, so we'll just hit them. I, I, don't, I don't even get that either because they're not even – looks like it's – they're not even trained to do it. I used to look into well, they different options. They can't, they can't arrest them because there's too many. So I know, just, but – They're it, literally just – they're really just trying to bruise them. If because you look into, uh, like, how to become a cop and shit like that, it looks like a lot of extensive training. That's why I'm always astounded to see how many of these guys are out of shape. You know, they're out of breath. They can't swing a fucking club. You know, it's like, did you even play sports when you were a kid? And they, who are they hiring? I mean, you, sometimes yeah, you even e have to. Yeah, exactly. E no, but you know what it is? They, they, when you first become a cop, most places you just take, you know, you have to run a mile in under, like, 12 minutes, and then you never have to do it again. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I'm just—I was just amazed that their whole, uh, their whole plan was: we can't stop the looters, we can't arrest them, so let's just hit them with a, with our clubs. So I was like, all right. I mean, it's amazing. So it was funny. It was—they should have had like a. It was almost like a. They could have had like funny music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hardcore <laughs> rock music's going on. It'd be a great way yeah, to promote guys, a show. Guys coming out, the cops just swinging, and then the guy, and then they'd swing at the next guy. But there was like ten or twenty guys running out, and ten or twenty cops. And they don't, they just, they just try to hit them. And that's it. That's, that's their punishment for looting. So, you know, I, I have but, but all, of them. all you have to do is hire all black cops. That's I just said that I said that last week. Oh, you did. Did I copy your take? No, I thought you listened to my show. That's why. <laughs> no, there would be uh... Tom, I quit. I quit listening. Couldn't hear it. I didn't want to listen to Tom anymore. No, I said if you hire black cops, then it's like then you know then then you can't say like cops are racist and they're profiling us. It's you know you eliminate. That's what's all so funny about it is the the news always like down here. If you just watch Fox News, it always shows the bigger cities and shit. 
man, I, I can go about 30 miles from here and I can guarantee that if they hired all black cops in that town, it would not go over very well. And that's what's really going on, you know, outside of watching the TV, you know, it's, they why would, wouldn't it go well? Why wouldn't it go well? I mean, you're talking about real racists, not somebody, you no, know. No, I'm not talking about where you live. I'm talking about where mostly black people live and mostly, quote, unquote, black people commit the crimes. You make the, you hire the, mostly, you hire mostly black cops. They, they, it's, it's like if you live in a Mexican neighborhood or Hispanic neighborhood, hire Hispanic cops because then you can't say the cops are profiling. You, 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 you lose that argument. So if you hire black cops in the inner cities, then they can't say, oh, the cops are systemic racism because what do you mean? They're black. They're, they're arresting you because you committed a crime, not because you're black. But I can attest too. sometimes they don't give a shit about the job. I was in uh, I was downtown Houston one day uh, when I lived in Galveston, I think. And uh, I had an eight ball of cocaine in the, in the back seat of my of my driver's seat. And I, I hit this uh, Arabic guy and it was a they caused a huge scene. So this cop came up and he could give two shits about the situation, you know, because it was crazy. I was like, man, I'm going to get searched. I'm fucked. And, uh, yeah, I left the scene and continued on my way. You know, it was great. So yeah, but you're talking about one, <laughs> talking about one situation in Galveston, Texas. I'm talking about like the real world. Not, not, not the eight balls in Galveston. No, no, no. It was, about, it was, it was in Houston. when it happened, cause most no, of your I'm inner city about, cops. I'm talking about if you get cops for, it's like, you know, if you get cops that are black, then, then, but the problem is cops don't want to, uh, black people don't want to become cops because they're, then they're Uncle Toms and they're snitches. Then they figure right. they're, yeah, they'll, the family they'll, kill their, back. They'll, they'll kill their family if, they, if the cop, uh, you know, arrests some gang guy. They'll yeah. kill their family. There's a lot of, you know, they say it's systemic racism, but it's just systemic issues with the, with the black community and how to police it. And uh, so, you know, the easy answers are what they give on TV. But the reality is there's no easy answers. No, no. And, and, and even and, if you're in Galveston with an eight ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was years ago. Was but, Carlos Mencia uh, there? Uh, no, no, I haven't heard of that name in a long time. Uh, no, he wasn't there. But Galveston is run by uh, a lot of people that would resemble Carlos Mencia. So, uh, they said there was this comic. I think he's dead now. I forget his name. But I think he was pretty big and. Uh, uh what the, what the hell was his name kenny not kenny something anyway but he's he had this bit i, I think i think i saw him do it one time on tv where he's like he goes i'm, I'm driving into town some texas town i'm listen, listening to the news and they said there's an influx of mexicans and they showed a picture of my car <laughs> <laughs> so it was i ruined the bit but basically the gist is like like Mex, uh, Texas people are like they've had it with Mexicans, so so there's, there's always like, oh, here come the Mexicans. See, they here say that, but it's it's really not that that big of an issue. It's, I think it's every time every Lopez. time some girl Lopez. gets murdered. Last name was Lopez or something, something I don't know. Anyway, Lopez. I think he's dead. I think he's dead. He used Garcia. to be friends with Geraldo, who's also dead. So a lot of people are dead. But, a lot of people uh, so be, be careful out there. But I'm just saying, it's like you know, debating that there's some simple solution. Right. There isn't because if there's white dudes who are cops and arresting mostly black dudes, there's always going to be an issue. Yeah. And if there was a simple solution, there wouldn't be protest every two years. You yeah. Know what I mean? Simple like, solution, they would have come up with it. Yeah, exactly. So the world will burn. Uh, people will continue to steal shoes and uh, it'll just be a mess. Uh, Chad, you got anything to add on that? They looting down there? 
I got a good Mencia story that involves Gino. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. So, hey, Kevin, what was that podcast you just did with that Kevin? What was his name? Dombrowski? Yeah, Kevin Lebrowski was opening for Mencia at Gotham. And uh, me and Gino went over there. And Mencia came over afterwards. He goes, hey, let's go sing karaoke. So we went to a karaoke bar. We walk in. Mencia tells us, he's like, whatever you guys want, it's on me all night. Drinks are on my tab. So Gino and I jack up Mancia's tab. We're buying drinks for girls. Like, hey, come on over here. And we uh, <laughs> left. So Mancia probably had about a $5,000 tab because of us. Yeah, I remember Gino told me that story when I saw him at San Antonio. It was, it was so What's weird. the end of the story? Uh, that we he, jacked up Mencia's tab and left him with it. Did he pay it? Do you, do you know if he paid it? Gino said he didn't pay it. I didn't pay shit. I just, I was buying drinks for everybody. <laughs> nice. No, I thought he was going to be like, it was, it was, uh, he, he was pranking you. Like, you guys had to pay it. You guys got stuck with it. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, no. That would have been a better story. Yeah. Yeah, next good. time you tell it, end it that way. Yeah, you could be like Brian McCarthy, just add a little emphasis to it, you know? Not a lot. Yeah, and, then, and then the cops showed up and you, and you resisted because you were drunk and then they tased you. Yeah, then they reached in your back pocket and they found your wallet and uh, they paid the tab and they and let you Joe, go. Oh, then Joe Rogan paid the tab. Yeah, yeah. You called Joe Rogan. Uh, you said, hey, can yeah, I do your podcast? Up. <laughs> he said, this guy's a thief. And then he paid the tab. He paid and then they banned him from the, uh, the karaoke bar, Joe Rogan. Wow, banned. <laughs> that's a better ending, Chad. Yeah, that's good. That's gold. People might look into that. Hey, uh, Kevin, are you banned from Jim and Sam? Because there, there was something on Twitter saying you're banned from Jim and Sam now. I thought you started it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I started uh, it. <laughs> hey, what happened to uh, Sam Tripoli? Is he off Twitter? Yeah, he's gone. What did he say? Do you know? Who knows? With all his dumb conspiracy theories, he's just so causing problems. Yeah. Uh. Plus, he goes after. He's a. He's now. He's. A, he's a polit. I didn't. I don't even know him really. But he's a, now. He's more of an anti-Trump guy. Oh. So oh, he sure. probably gets into fights with people about politics, which is you know, which is never any. You can fight about politics all literally twenty-four-seven. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so, I mean, you can have a show just doing that. I mean, ninety percent of people. Yeah, do. but also on Twitter, you can just literally just go on. There's always someone new to fight with on. Oh Twitter yeah, about yeah, Politics. Yeah. Even yeah. more than race, because race gets like. You know, it gets pretty nasty pretty quick. But politics, you know, they try to, at the beginning, they try to be, like, intelligent about their uh, case. And then after a while, they're like, uh, you just uh, go fuck yourself. I, I want to fuck your mother or something like that, you know. Now, do you see this, uh, this? There's this new movement now because they can't ever stop at, at just what's going on. But they say uh, July 4th, it's going to be uh, all countries matter. Have you seen that? What? Yeah, it's this new movement going on. Uh, with it, because you know, if if you look at some of the pictures on Twitter, uh, you can see the white dudes. They're holding signs that say uh, "fuck white people" and shit, and don't really make a lot of sense. And then uh, those are the same kind of people that 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 are going to be behind the July Fourth "All Countries Matter" uh, thing. So they're trying to push, I guess. I mean, any kind of original ideas out of the picture. A guy, a guy in Philadelphia, he worked at the biggest paper there, and he got fired because he put out the headline. All buildings matter because when they were looting the buildings, he said all buildings matter. So he got fired. People, you can't even you can't even mess around with this stuff anymore. That's what I mean. Like if this was uh what the, even in the early '90s, comics would be able to have a lot of jokes, you know. But you can't. You just can't mess with that. It's like fuck. You can't say anything. No, you can't you know, if you're a comic, but but if you have a regular job, you can't. 
I mean, if you're like a white dude at a regular job, you you can't say anything because you could get fired. You could literally just get fired for, you know, they could say, we thank you. I mean, they could use an excuse to fire you. Like if they don't like you and you, you say something, they go, well, we didn't like what you said or what, what the implication was. And now you're fired. <laughs> so you, you'll end up saying nothing. And then be like, what's wrong with Jeff? You're like, he's afraid to get fired. He just sits there, eats eats his lunch by himself, never goes to the <laughs> birthday celebrations in the, in the cafeteria. Because, you know, I mean, sometimes you, you could accidentally graze someone's uh, buttocks with your hand or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, when deal. you're passing them in the hallway or something. And I'm just keeping it clean for my kids. But, you know, I'm just saying that it's, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if you have a regular job and you're not Indian or something, or if you're just a regular white dude, you're almost going to get fired, sure to get fired for something. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. My job's nice. The white, the the this white guilt. I I mean, yeah. I, I, I got when they had that blackout Tuesday or whatever when they ever made their profiles black. Uh huh. And any trend, it doesn't matter. Ice bucket challenge. Yeah, yeah I was talking it. about that shit. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And I happen to have a podcast that came out with the other Duke, uh, Tom Wolpath from Dukes of Hazard, and I put the photo up of him being on the podcast. I lost like 700 followers yep. because. They thought I was being racist because the General Lee. I was like, no, my podcast came out that day. It just happened to be on the same day. Uh, I uploaded a picture of the Dropkick Murphys Blackout album, and I lost like 30 followers too on, on Instagram. I, you, know, you know what I did? It was dumb because remember I did that White Guys Matter comedy tour? That now people are screenshotting show. it and shit. Yeah, because I never took it down because I liked the picture and I just yeah. thought it was funny. So now people are using that to prove that I said that I did that one. You know, it was called it was called a tour, but we only did one show, right? And um, and it wasn't a hit, and um, but I <laughs> now people are using yeah. it. People I are mean, using it against me. I'm like, I'm like, hey, what did I do? I'm just, it's been, I'm like, it's can't. been up for two years. Where were you guys before when I was trying to sell some tickets? You can't fucking win, no matter what. They're, if they search hard enough, they'll find something. You know, to even spin it around. I mean, it's you're never gonna win. You can't, you can't attack them. You can't. And if they get enough following, because, of course, they're never going to get banned from Twitter. It's just like... Yeah, we'll be all right, though, because we still... White guys still have most of the money. But listen, uh, I think what we're going to try to do is, uh, you know, we got to open our own clubs. and uh, Yeah, Chad, like let's, uh, let's... do, Or maybe I'll open my own club with Ken Mosca, and then we'll do, like, a, um, we'll, we'll have, like, men only. We'll have men only comedy clubs. Men only nights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great idea I just came up with. And then, you know, and then you'll get a lot of uh, protesters outside, which also will help sell tickets. But it's like right. men only. I remember there was a comic, Jenny Jones, I think her name. She was did Ladies Night. And then she ended up getting a TV show because it was just, she would just have Ladies Night. It was all only allowed ladies, lady comics, ladies yeah. in the audience. And that, that's promoted because men are It became like a thing became a thing because uh you know it was where women could just talk without men judging them uh, so now we just have a thing where it's just dudes just guys and, just fuck yeah, around and then just have like friday night late show or one of the saturdays a good night only dudes no drink minimum matter of fact there's a drink i mean maximum. i come up with so many good ideas it's amazing i'm still in poverty but it's listen gold. let's go <laughs> Only dudes. Wait, wait till wait till next week at the comedy store Wednesday. Only dudes. Dudes only. <laughs> Ladies not allowed. You will get asked. Turn around and leave somebody, the club. Somebody steals it from me. Cut Ladies, the wait in the car. Yeah. Cut the needle. Only dudes. I like how and they. Then, 
And then they don't let Neil do the show because he's such a vegan cock that they're like, Neil, you're not even a dude. Well, right. The line's so long because guys want to get in, but they can't decide if Neil's a, a woman or a dude. So they just have to politely turn him away, you know, and then they figure out later what's really going Kevin, on. I, I always like tried not to get involved in the Neil shit, but after seeing him lately, you need to double down on him, man. He's out of control. I'm Good. team Kevin all the way right now, and I'm publicly saying it. I thought you were team Kevin the whole time, right? Or I did you team like Kevin. Yeah. But I, I always like, yeah, they're brothers. I don't want to get involved. Now. Right. Like, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So after, Dude, after the shit Chad, he's been tweeting, you're done with him. This Chad's way of renewing our vows. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> See, that's a good analogy. I like it. Yeah. That's a great analogy because I come up with good ones where Neil's like, this is like if a cop kneels with, a, with some protesters, that's like the guy I'm like, oh my God. And people, oh God. <clears throat> All right, well, we'll put oh, it out there right now. Then it's uh, embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and, and I think that uh, I'm, maybe I will double down. Yeah, yeah, my, absolutely. I'll, I'll Joe Exotic. I'll have to talk to my mom first, but I think I might. Yeah, maybe I'll get Joe Exotic and those guys. Dominic, uh, the this the Schmeckle guy. Go go through all the history, anything you can turn around or any kind yeah, of. Yeah, they should probably they yeah because we're running on stuff with Brian and Bernie. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Exactly. We got to find hit piece on Neil. Yeah, go to Neil's show, get Neil's clips of Neil's show, and just have a website of just, you know, Brian McCarthy and Neil. and Right, Lenny, right. Just, where it's just like it's like a new video every day to just consume. Kevin, you need to, because, you need to go ask your mom to see all the, the childhood art, you know, the stuff that he was drawing in early teens that she may have held on to. You know, there could be some gold in there, you know, if, uh, if he had the 24 box of Crayolas, he could have made the characters different colors. You know, there's anything he can spin around. Well, Play, when we played sports in the backyard, I mean, I was way older than Neil, but sometimes he would, we would have like three on three football or whatever, whatever. Every game ended with Neil crying and going inside, and my mom coming out and go, "What did you do to him?" <laughs> every time, every time, and we're like, "We didn't do anything. He's a fucking baby," and now he's crying to his mommy. So he's still doing that. Like, mom, did you see my post about what I said with the with the Black guys matter, and uh, the you know, and the thing about the thing with the with the with the wife beater. Did you see that, mommy? Because I I because I did. Everyone see that? But I think it's I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I think it's com I think it's coming to fruition. Like people have just had it. They're like, okay, dude. I, like I said yesterday, I go. Tw uh, Chappelle's not even on Twitter, so why are you trying so hard? It's like you, everyone knows where you are at this point. Yeah, I don't even. He only like hangs out with black rich people, celebrities. That's it. He's not hanging out with some guy pushing a mop. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, a good point. He doesn't have friends who work the late shift at McDonald's. Yeah, he doesn't know any people who it's are. It's like it's like what I used to say about hot women who marry older guys. They always marry famous rich guys. They never marry like a retired plumber. Right. And then when they get with somebody who's uh who, who's their age and and, and emotionally stable, it's a problem, you know, because they're so used to these uh, you know older would, rich guys. You know what I, you know what I would call it? What I just, it just said? happened to an me. Excellent, an excellent analogy. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> fucked up out here. No, because seriously, if you, if, it's like hot women who marry older, they always marry, they always marry a certain rich guy. I said it to Comey one time. He goes, well, maybe they just like them. Maybe no. they just, I said, he goes, maybe they just, you know, met and they just kind of hit it off. I go, Every like time boat. it just it just they always marry a, they always hook up with a rich guy not a right. not a not an old smelly guy who doesn't have any money. 
just to Chad's point about Neil hangs out with rich black guys, not poor black guys. He's not hanging. He's not hanging out with guys at the bus at the at the Greyhound uh, mm-hmm. bus depot in San Antonio. I've been there. It's not great. It's not. So a good he don't. He not. He's not looking for friends there. Good point, Chad. You're back on the team. I like it. Earn rewards is what we do. Hey, Kevin, we were. Uh... Dan, you're the starting point guard after that one. That's a good one. <laughs> We're talking about uh, me and a few of the fans. We're going to hold uh, the first ever MLC awards. What do you think about that? We're going to give away. Uh, I still need to come up with all the categories and shit to figure out where to host it. But I think this has been very productive because Chad's right about the Joe Exotic thing. Yeah. We got to more. We got to get Neil. We got to get. We got to troll Neil a little bit harder with all this phony. There's got to be something out there. Pompous I mean, clips about how. I mean, who was telling me uh, the other day that. Neil, a lot of times when Neil was doing his show with uh, uh, Moshi or whatever his name is, yeah, he would have black dudes on and he would basically telling black dudes how to be like what to do, like giving them black advice or how to be more black or whatever. He was, was, he likes to give people advice. So it's like, let's get this when he's being arrogant and pompous and blah, blah, blah. But you guys, I got to go because I got to go to the CBS. Wrap this one up. Uh, We we did an hour. You got your money's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Listen up, you know, I'm not going to be doing uh, maybe one more show this week and then uh, be gone what? for the weekend. And, uh, well, actually, I, like how, I was I like in the... Even, I like how even Rebel podcast hosts, they take the summer light. You know, they're like, well, well no, you know, it's getting well, warm actually, out. I don't like to wear my ski mask all the time. And The thing uh, is... I got uh, to take my lady to the, to the water park. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did a... I went out to the stick Saturday to meet up with Travis and I brought the ski mask. We got a lot of good videos. Uh, we did some fishing, and that got pretty interesting. I caught a big largemouth bass, and then when I was uh, showing the fish to the video, actually, I'll include it at the beginning of this podcast, but I talked about how the fish resembled Brian McCarthy by having such a loud mouth, like when he came on my show. So we did a lot of that stuff. Uh, this weekend, we'll be recording the whole Galveston adventure. So if for some reason you're listening to this, fucking, you know, come do the show. I don't give a shit. Is this, Adam, time. is this too close? Adam, is this too close? Adam, we know when you're watching. What do you, Adam. what do the fans see? Adam, what is this? And the best part is when it gets like this and then it gets frozen. <laughs> what an idiot. All right. What a, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but really, we got to get more. I gotta, I'm going to tweet Joe Exotic. We, get, we yeah, got yeah. to right. we'll hear more shit. videos. Uh, we need more videos about uh, with Neil being a jerk. More videos with Neil. Yeah, let's. Neil's the next target. You guys get out there. Let's find the hit pieces. You know what to do. Uh, it's like going back our to way. basics. Where it all started. Let's go back to where it all started. Yeah, Neil. yeah. Let's start over with Neil, and maybe by the time we get done with him, Brian would have done something stupid by that time, and we could really focus the show uh, one step at a time. You know, and who knows who's next? I mean, you can always have a target. You know, uh, Misery Loves Company. Sign up for the Patreon course uh let kevin feed his family up there in that concrete jungle that is new york uh, jersey and that's a good idea too having the uh mlc award show yeah yeah we're gonna host i'm gonna figure out where to host it i, I might do it in a neutral location where all the fans can drive like, if they ma- yeah, have money yeah. i don't know like the astrodome no 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 it won't be in texas i'll fly somewhere to do it that way because i know most of the fans are on the east coast so is that still there the astrodome no, they, they keep saying they're going to tear it down, but they never do. They keep holding flea markets in there every weekend. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a mess when they get the whole flea market. People just – they could fit a lot of people in there, let me tell you that. They, they, 
that was like the amazing, the most amazing thing when they built it. They're like, yeah, I know, but now now it's literally garbage. It just hold, it just holds up a city and it looks like a sore thumb. You got real stadiums. And those are even they, they put graffiti on it or anything, or they're not allowed. No, you can't get close enough to the outside to really do conf- uh, graffiti because they still got gates up, you know, out, out yeah. there. But who knows what the inside looks like? They keep threatening. I don't know when they're going to tear it down. It, every year they say, "Oh, we're getting ready to tear it down." They never do. I don't know what they would build there if they did. You know, where would the flea markets go? Back to the neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Keep it there for a while. When yeah. I was in Houston uh, with Brody, he got us a tour of Minute Maid Park, so we got to go around. The whole park the year they won the World Series, and I got to hang out there the whole time. Yeah, it's a good park. I was at – I went to game three, and uh, that's always a fun park to go to. You know to. what they used to call it? What? Enron Park. Didn't they? Yeah, it was when it opened, it was Enron Park. You know about, you didn't know about Enron, Chad? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. No, it was – basically, they, they were a corrupt thing, and they, they – there's a – you could – there's a – they they're like – one of the most famous corrupt it was like basically like uh jeffrey epstein of if you were a corporation just lying stealing cheating and but they but people like hey enron i think it was enron park or enron field and then then they're like hey we're not gonna call that anymore (laughs) matter of fact when i got pulled over by that or when i hit that uh, arabic guy with the cop situation it was right underneath uh highway 59 right next to minute maid park Oh look, yeah. I'm drinking Minute Maid. What the fuck? No, but then they're like, then they're like, hey, maybe we should go with something a little more wholesome. So they went with Minute Maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are always going to be drinking orange juice. Yeah, it's actually a, it's a nice looking stadium on the outside, which I think a lot of cities have a problem with. They build these big, massive, nice stadiums, but they look like shit from the outside. So it makes you not want to go. Yeah, it's you know? too small. I went to a game there. It's too small. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. All right, everybody. Uh, God bless. Th- uh, Ski mask. Good work. Thanks for having us on. No problem, Chad. I'm gonna send you a DM. I got a, I got a few questions for you. Okay. Open to that. Chad, do your plugs. Do your plugs. Sit down, Zumok podcast every Tuesday. Sign up for the Patreon. Thank you. And Travis, oh. uh, tell your brother Travis that Gino's a uh, no no no. What do you use? What is what the Elmer Fudd used to go? He's a low down. Uh, yeah, no low, good, yeah, okay. he's a racist. He got caught. No good. Up. He's a go. No good. Low down racist. And uh, hey, uh, <laughs> I was watching. I was watching. Uh, speaking of Patreon, I was watching somebody. Uh, Joe Exotic put up the link of uh, or the the video of Brian's Patreon. So Brian doesn't even. Brian doesn't even. He just the same show. He just stops yeah. It. It's it's he so bad. Anything. So the Patreon starts with he, you can tell they've already been talking. He goes. So Joe DeRosa, uh, so so you you do comedy because you love it or because you just that's what you do? And I'm like, oh my oh. god, Joe DeRosa is like Joe DeRosa is like seriously, Brian, you're gonna interview about my about my love for comedy? But he it's like begged him to get him there in the first place. So no, just, but they already yeah. talked for an hour. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Already, like, they're already, already wanna... got nothing. He's probably like, we're gonna get to the re- what really Joe what really Joe thinks about when we do the Patreon. We're gonna find out what Joe really thinks about stand-up comedy hey we'll uh, right. you should get that get a uh, pat oats on your show man i had him on last thursday he's a lot of fun he said he, he, where's he, he from uh, uh connecticut i think he lives in uh oh. a troublemaker think, no but he he he, he 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 could be you know he's a lot of fun to talk we lost to he's chat again ski mask we lost chat again yeah i know he's uh he, he does compound a lot and shit but he said he would do yeah show. i know who he is yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, he. I think he did a pilot for Compound. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. They say yeah, that their whole show are a lot alike, so it'd be fun to get y'all together. I'll, who's a lot alike? 
they a lot of people uh, from Compound and stuff are saying that his show was a lot like when you were had the burning bridges on there, but of course not oh. the same. But y'all had that same the, mentality. I'll ask what the compound. I'll ask what the compound cucks, what they think. I'll probably yeah. yeah I could probably I'll probably uh, do something like that because uh, yeah I'd like to mix it up. You should get yeah. Patty and uh, Carrie on your. I'm, show. I'm going to. They, I just the schedule. They said they would do it. I know I'm, I'm going yeah, to get. They don't like to work. They don't like to work in the summer either. So you guys have a long. Time. No, I mean I'm 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 going to Galveston I'm to do work. You know what I mean? I'm I know you are, Kev. All right, bud. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, right, we'll talk soon. Then take it easy. All right. All right, thanks.